Welcome to the Journey Church Plus podcast. We are in 40 days. Each year, we set aside the 40 days leading up to Easter to connect to Christ, community, and our calling. For more information about 40 days, go to journeyconnect.org slash 40 days 2023. And now for today's devotional. Day 39, Called to Follow Jesus in Suffering by Tricia Bullman. Today's reading is from 2 Corinthians 4:16 through 5:10. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. For we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house, not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling, if indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked. For while we are still in this tent, we groan, being burdened, not that we would be unclothed, but that we would be further clothed, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we are of good courage, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please Him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. I'm guessing it has happened to you too. Some form of oppressive uncertainty intrudes your life and causes you such anguish that it steals your joy, blurs your focus, and wreaks havoc on your thoughts and emotions. You have a difficult time processing it, and the weight of the intrusion causes your mind to race ahead with feelings of overwhelming sorrow, fear, or shame. It paralyzes you. You cannot think or function as you have before, and your life is shaken to its core. It's nearly unimaginable to focus on anything other than the problem, losing sight of all hope. In times of overwhelming anxiousness about the future or low depressive moods due to the past, we feel such heavy oppression. And if we stay there, the world seems hopeless and bleak. If we focus on the present circumstances, we suppress the purpose of life, reducing it to the physical, tangible present. However, as followers of Jesus, we have an eternal lens through which we view dark and grievous situations. 
Paul makes it clear that one aspect of following Jesus is walking with him through suffering. He writes, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. 2 Corinthians 4, 8-9 Paul is writing about the reality of present struggles that followers of Christ are sure to face. Christ taught his disciples, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John 16, 33 It is from this promise his followers learn to walk through troubling times. Though Jesus remained in a constant state of mental, physical, and emotional anguish from the Garden of Gethsemane, through the roads to Calvary, and on the cross at Golgotha, he set his gaze on the eternal reward. Jesus wants us to imitate him. When he says, follow me, he means we are to follow even in the way he suffered. How did he suffer? He suffered always with the view of eternity in mind. He knew the glory that awaited him after he suffered a little while, and he calls us to fix our eyes on that prize too. Jesus accepted the suffering he endured for you and me. He embraced the reality that walking through this world means difficult trials and struggles. He didn't run from them. He walked through them knowing they could not compare to the glory his Father was preparing for him. Just as Jesus prayed to the Father through his distress, we imitate his example. As we pour out our hearts to God, we learn to embrace His presence, care, and comfort while we walk along with Him. Suffering makes us more like Jesus and prepares us for eternity as we allow the presence of God to renew us day by day. As we obediently follow Christ through physical, emotional, and spiritual pain, we remember the eternal weight of glory that is absolutely incomparable with any temporary suffering we experience, making all our earthly troubles seem light. For Christ's unimaginable suffering, His prize was a seat at the right hand of His Father, and it's our eternal hope, too. Jesus doesn't want us to hurry through the difficulties of life by trying to quickly escape them and avoid them. He wants us to follow Him through it, sit with Him in it, and depend on Him amidst it. There is part of the presence of God that can only be revealed as you follow Jesus in the suffering. How does knowing Jesus wants us to follow Him through suffering change the way you deal with difficulties and handle suffering in your life? What is impeding your ability to respond patiently and with hope to life's unexpected pressures? How can you overcome this through developing eternal hope? 
Father, I praise you for the incomparable weight of glory you have prepared for me through Jesus' willingness to suffer and die for me. His example reminds me to keep my focus on the eternal hope that is mine in Christ Jesus. I pray I will not lose heart because of a physical, temporal perspective. When my spiritual eyes grow weary and I feel anxious and depressed, remind me of the promise that it is momentary. God, I depend on you to lead me through my situation. And I pray you will teach me to follow and obey you, even through the pain. Allow me to grow closer to you as I trust you with all my distressed thoughts and emotions. Renew me on the inside as you prepare me for eternity with you. In Jesus' glorious name, amen.